See, now it's a go. Okay. Now it's a go. And again, I'm sorry because I actually wanted to start this episode off by giving you my special meat, but that's going to have to wait until next time. So I, you, I, so we're going to have to wait until next time for me to give I, you the meat. I don't know what the listeners the want to know about your special meat. You, it was going to be a birthday present for you. I, I get a lot of things on my birthday present. I'm I know. Sure and, you for, and you asked for special meats. And you asked are, for the meats. I, I do get a lot of special meats. Well, there you go. But I'm not sure if I want specifically your special meats. You know we're on the cut. Co- you know we're live, right? I do know we're live. <laughs> okay. Uh, hi, everybody. Welcome to the Loading Show. I'm your host, Will Quick. I'm back, and this today with me is lecturer, artist, freelancer, contractor, all these different things. Basil Lynn, how you doing, Bas? I'm good. How are you, Will? I'm doing okay. I'm enjoying this return to cloudy, rainy weather. I was waiting for it, and now I'm happy that it's back. How are you feeling? Do you about actually it? like it? I do. I grew up in London, so I'm very used to this kind of weather. I feel like I might have been uh, some sort of amphibian in a previous life to like all this moisture. You don't like sun. I like sun only if it's like if there's like a breeze. If there's sun. And there's a breeze, then I'm fine with Which it. Which is what we get in Ireland. No, you don't. You get like previously, you've been getting like a constantly hot sun and no and dryness, no wind. What? Like we're like the windiest thing. No, like the other day. The other day was great. The other day, that one other. That day. one other day, it was nice and sunny and it was windy and I was just like, okay, this is what I need. But then those previous like three weeks, it was just like, oh, we're gonna give you sun and no wind. You lived in Kenya. I didn't live in Kenya. I was working in Kenya. I mean, okay, well, for a while, right? Yeah. Well, okay. like a couple of months. Oh, I thought it was like a year. Or something. No, it was. I mean, I lived in Mozambique for two years. Oh, okay. Well, then. Mozambique. But that. But they had tons of rain. Like they have like monsoon levels of rain. Yeah, but it's warm as shit the rest of the time. Yeah, but then you get. Will I curse on this? No, you can't. Okay. No, you can curse. The only thing I. The only thing I bleep out of the show. You're, you're giving me conflicting. Well, do you know how? I, do you know how I prove that the cursing has been okay? Because. We got approved for iTunes. Like our show actually got approved for iTunes, and they did not mark us as explicit. So we, even though we have cursing in our episodes, we are not marked as an explicit show on iTunes. Maybe it's just the Irish accent of, of cursing. I mean, I I don't know. I feel like the Irish accent would emphasize cursing. Like, well, no, because "fex" not a curse word. "Fex" not a curse word. No, it's not. It's Is not that a... actually like? Does that show up in the dictionary somewhere? It's F E H K. It's Irish, like it's Irish slang for fuck. No. It's not. What is it for? It's used in a similar way. Uh, what? Like, feck off. <laughs> so it is used. No, it's used in a very similar way, but it's not. It's very explicitly Okay, not. does anyone ever say I want to feck someone? Uh, no. 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 You're sure? I'm pretty sure you don't say that. You've never heard anyone say that. That sounds weird. I don't think you can feck someone. You're sure you can't feck I'm someone? I'm pretty sure. Uh, and listeners, if you've ever heard you, someone fecking somebody, please let us know, because apparently be a, this has never been said. You can be a fecker, and you can feck off. But you can't feck people? I don't think you can feck, which is, which is what... What about... A, what if, like, if an you, important distinction. What you if it's a business? What if it's like... like What if it's a business thing, and like dudes like well, feck each other over? No, you don't feck each other over. Why they're not? Just, they're just feckers. They're just like... Because they fecked you. They no. fecked you out of a good deal. No, they are a thing. It's like... It's not an adjective. It's just a noun. What do you, you just said? So like, but feck off doesn't mean anything if it's a noun, because that that doesn't that's not a sentence. Then if oh it's, sorry, wait, am I getting this wrong? You said it's, it's not a verb. I want to say you were saying it's not a verb. You were saying it's a noun, but that doesn't make any sense. Okay, okay, their feckers is a noun, right? Well, so if, noun. yeah, if someone is a fecker, I'm assuming that makes them a off, noun. That's a verb, right? Yeah, that's a verb. Okay, so I, uh, what would be like? I'd like to feck. Oh, that would be a verb as well, wouldn't it? 
Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Okay, well, look, here, I don't make the rules, but that's just what the rules are. What? you lived here for such a long time, you still don't know how the rules... I, I'm not the expert on this. It's just, I've never heard anyone ever saying, uh, yeah, I'd like to... Oh. <laughs> Like, no, I'd like just, to... You like, just feel gross saying it now. Yeah, no, there's, like, loads of other Irish slang for that. You got, like, shag, and you got, like, meat, and you got, like... Shag is, like, from the 60s. Is that still around? Do people actually say that? I mean, not really. It's like uh, an Austin Powers thing. Whenever I hear shag, I just think of Austin Powers. Like, I can't think of shag and not think of Austin Powers. There's a lot Powers. more, like, crappy versions of it, but, like... What, of Austin Powers no, or no, shagging? No, like, of, like, <laughs> euphemisms. Um, I never got into the whole... I never understood the whole thing about calling women birds. That always struck me as odd. I don't I don't know if that's an Irish thing. It's not? I don't... I've only ever heard it here. I've never heard I mean, it anywhere like else. I, I don't know. I, I could be wrong, but, like, I feel like that came from England. Did it? I think so. I mean, that's that's where I heard it first, but, again, I'm not a reliable indicator of the Irish I mean, language and its I mean, origins. I guess, I guess in the States, chicks is a thing, so maybe here it's just the version of chicks. It's birds. Yeah, but, like, I'd, maybe they got it from England? I don't know. I don't know what the etymology is. Yeah. Uh, Colleen's is definitely, like, Irish. Colleen's? What's a Colleen's? It's like literally the Irish word for girl. Really? Yeah. I thought it was... Because um, isn't that someone's name? Colleen? Yes, it can be. Okay. So you're literally just calling someone girl. I mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I had... I think I had a teacher called Miss Colleen. And she Colleen was, is different. And she was actually... Co- she Colleen, was actually Colleen. English. Yeah, Colleen. That would be Colleen. No, Colleen. She actually... Her name was actually Colleen. It was C-O-L-L-E-E-N. Okay. So it was actually Colleen, and yeah. I think she was, I'm pretty sure she was British. Mm. Yeah, at least not yet. So, like, there is a push with uh, Emmert, the Irish game organization at the moment, mm. to try and get, um, through Screen Ireland, to try and get games to sort of the same status as films. Okay. Which would give them tax incentives and grants and, like, and more importantly, a cultural appreciation that it is art. It can be art. And it... Because at the moment, games are sometimes seen as uh, a tech service, which, which you know, they can be. And this is the problem we have with games in general. It's like, well, we have games that are essentially free-to-play. and sure. it's they're, they're almost applications, a lot of them. They're like... There are games that are literally based... Games the, as a service. Yeah, and, based on education, teaching, yeah. language. And then we have your AAA games, which is like almost all about pure entertainment. Almost. Sure. And there's some monetization in there. And then you have your indie games, which can be like pushing boundaries and trying to like um, raise important questions sure. and be quite arty. And this is our main issue because there's no one main voice. We can't we can't be like, okay, look, we're the tech industry. We make um, tech solutions. We are the industrial manufacturing industry. We create products. There isn't really, like, I mean, then do you, like, are board games games? You know, or that's a physical product that's got manufacturing in it. Um, it also has design. So is that art then? Or what is an educational board game? Is it now an educational thing? So do you see, like, it gets quite complicated. I to mean, I, I totally understand where you're coming from. And you could also apply the, uh, the argument to, like, well, wait, is theater a form of film? Literally, the only thing between theater and film is that there isn't a camera. Sure. But it is a lot easier for people to kind of, like, palette that theater is a form of art, right? Sure. Of course. Uh, because it's closer to film, yeah, because it's, it's closer to It's film. live action, it's like freshly made sets, you know, you sure. got to be very creative with uh, blocking and lighting and all that stuff to and, make and things the, go look really nice. And there's a lot of technical work to do in, in the theatre and in oh, film, definitely. right? Like, there's a lot of stuff that's not what you traditionally call creative, um, but it's still, as a whole, very easy to 
convince people that it's art, okay. which is not the case for games. All right. Do you personally feel that you are in a good place here in Ireland? Do you think like this is the right place for you to be for what you want to do? So me personally, yes. Yes. But my personal situation is definitely different from a lot of people. Um, I have a very weird, different situation. Um, I was lucky enough to be one in one of the first companies that kind of like grew in the new indie boom. I'm, I'm sure there were indie booms before. Sure. Um, but we were one of the first of the current crop. Mm. And I was lucky enough to be one of those. Um, and everyone from that company, which I worked at, but with games, have gone on to be like really successful in their own right. And we're, we're all doing really well, which I'm really happy about. That's cool. Um, so we were lucky in that sense. Um, like as I, I'm a lecturer now, and I kind of only got that true that because uh, being one of the first to use Unity in Ireland, being one of the first to kind of like push the new type of indie wave boundaries, uh, we would have been called upon to do like um, uh, corporate training and stuff like that. So, mm. you know, that kind of started me on the education side of things. So me personally, yes. Now, if I was going to say it to someone who is brand new right now, the answer would be a lot more complicated. It would be yes and it would be no, depending on what they wanted, depending on what they they see themselves as. So if you're kind of working at a AAA studio, uh-huh. I would say no. Ireland's not the place to be. We don't really have a AAA development. Um, the closest we have is Digit. Um, and they're like, they're very, they're very big. Um, they're really big and they, they do stuff really professionally. But I guess when people say AAA, they don't think of things like that. I, I think they're thinking of uh, literally multi-platform, million-dollar budgets. They're thinking of like Battlefields and Call of Duties and uh, Assassin's Creeds and those kind of stuff. Sure. Um, or your GTAs. And that is not the place... That's not where Ireland is at the moment. And I wish it was, mm. uh, but it's not where it is, simply because we don't have the tax incentives to do that. Mm. Um and we have a lot of incentives for for studios. So, like, we have a huge Activision presence. We have a huge Riot presence. We mm-hmm. have a huge, uh, what what's the other one? Um, EA presence. Okay. Um, but they're all kind of custom service and tech support. And there's very little development. Mm-hmm. There's rumors of development starting up. Um, but let's say there was a tax incentive. Set up your customer service here. Make it your HQ. That's fine. But make sure you also have development. I, w- I feel like that would be overall better for the industry okay um because like if you look at montreal if you look at um seattle these huge game companies are based there yeah or even in europe where we can go like scandinavia we can go look at a ccp and we can go look at cd project red and stuff like that sure um there's these huge triple a game studios and what happens is a lot of people you know want a different life in the AAA life mm-hmm. and then they go away and create their own indie studios but they bring a huge knowledge that they have from this AAA industry to those indie studios and not only that as as students are coming up and they're trying to get into the industry there's this AAA place to go to and they have AAA mentors to pull from so when we started we had nothing like we had to we had to tweet people from overseas and they were really nice at replying to us mm-hmm. but it's completely different to going to a pub and just like chatting to someone and be like, oh, I have this problem. I don't know what to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and much, much later, there were tons of stuff that we found out, oh, this is such a simple solution to this massive problem we had. We just had no idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we didn't have the expertise for that. So I think that's one of our, our main goals is we have to have a double prong approach. It's not a simple problem. Uh, we need to have a big studio here, it, uh, like a world-renowned studio 
right? Uh, which Digit is getting close to, um, but like a, a really like basic huge studio. And we need to have supports for the small businesses because the small businesses get a lot of supports on their first or second years. Mm -hmm. And the problem is these supports are kind of designed for the tech industry. So the tech industry is kind of like, well, by year two, you're, you're kind of like, you have enough of a prototype that someone will buy you out um, if they're interested in your idea. Huh. Games, that doesn't happen. A publisher doesn't really publish your game until you're 90% of the way there. Yeah. Uh, or 80% of the way there. They're not going to be like, oh, you've got a great idea for a game. I'll buy out your company. And, he, and uh, that's another thing. They don't buy out your company. They just go, we'll give you money for this particular one game. So, so that company, if it doesn't find a way to self-fund itself, can't exist. Right. Uh, and part of self-funding yourself is help with grants and help with, uh, help with, with, with tax incentives. Okay. Um, like tax was a huge killer for us. Mm. It was a big, huge thing. Cause we were paying tax on, on the power of companies pulling in like 50 K a year. And it was like, well, in, in three years time, you might earn half a mil. Mm. Sure. We might, we might also earn nothing. So do you think that's why some of the bigger game companies are outsourcing to like parent companies that have much more power, that much more power and much more money, so that they can get some of those tax tax breaks while sort of establishing themselves? So, what specifically are you? Um, I guess one. I guess when I was doing research on some of the bigger game companies here, I actually did notice that some of them, a, a decent number of them, actually outsource to other companies in other countries. An example would be Black Shamrock, which actually outsources to Cyanide Games, which is, I believe. In Paris, I think. Yeah, that may not be. They may not be. I'm not sure how the deal is with that at the moment, because like, I'm not. I'm not sure if that's still happening or not. Well, they're all I know from their games library is they're literally working on everything Warhammer related. Sure. Like they're all about like Blood Bowl. I sure. think is their thing. Yeah, they have uh, license for the IPs. Yeah, and uh, um, Sticks, Dagger of Darkness, like that Goblin Stealth game, I think is also based in the Warhammer sure. universe. And I think this is all, and they are sort of part like connected to cyanide games sure so i don't know do you th does does that help with tax breaks do you think they're, they're that's just a that's just an arrangement that no, they worked I, or they wanted just to work on warhammer properties or what do you think the deal is there so like i don't know the black Shamrock. i can't i can't like guess like, it maybe it's today with tax breaks but black Shamrock is and that like i should have mentioned them as well because mm. they're also a really really important role like, and, and they they've been really positive in the industry and this yeah. is something that's that's what I mean. Like we need more of that. We need more of the bigger studios as well as incentives for the smaller studios. Sure. Cause they are, I would not call them a small business. They're like a medium range company. They've got like 40 on the payroll and mm -hmm. uh, are slated to, to like, to, to hugely increase in size. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's the incentives work for them. Uh -huh. They don't work for the smaller ones. Okay. Um, and that's where the whole games as art might be a way to go. Cause that's work for film here. Uh, and that's that's helped smaller studios come out of film because you, you you have an understanding that okay you are small you won't make money yet for a while and if you do make money you're probably not going to make tech company money sure so that's a completely different business proposition right um, yeah so Black Shamrock and Digit are kind of in a different league I would say mm -hmm. to what the new tax incentives need to be okay. Have you personally worked for Digit or Black Shamrock? No, I worked in the basement of Digit for a while. That was where they housed this, uh, when we were at Bitsmith Games, yeah. they housed this there for free. 
mm. uh, which is really cool of them. They were trying to do like this incubator thing. Uh, I have not done work for either of them. Okay. Uh, I don't know if they do freelance work at all, uh, or at least if they do, I haven't been called for it. I've, me personally, I'm actually looking for a lot of uh, freelance stuff because I feel that's a bit more, a less rigorous interview process than actually trying to apply ground level for a lot of positions that companies offer. It may just, it may be just smarter just to try and get your foot in the door as a freelancer rather than trying to just constantly shoot for one of their starter positions when you don't have that much credit or experience back I don't up. know if they'll freelance. Um, and freelancing is uh, a weird thing because you, you kind of need to be really good for someone to trust that you're able to do the work remotely without their direction. That's fair. So that's, that's fair. one thing. And the second thing is that you are your own boss, which is its own, like its benefits and costs, right? Like, um, you can't, yeah, you have to like actually force yourself to do the work. You need to force yourself to you work. Know? You need to do the work. You need to do it well to their, and like, there's a catch 22 with freelancing Yeah. where if you don't need the work, you're more likely to get the price you want because like so if i if i really don't want to do a job uh-huh. um, a lot of freelancers will say just quote a really high price and if they say they'll do it well you've just got you've just got like some work to do sure um and at least you're being paid well for it um and if you need it then you'd quote a really low price mm. and the problem is when you're starting out which is what i have to do as well mm. you have to quote a horrendous price which basically means you can't really live Mm. Um, and that that has its own set of problems. Right. Now you shouldn't do that. The reality is you shouldn't do that because you won't be able to pay your rent. Um, but it is what a lot of people do. Right. Um, and a lot of companies who do take freelancers are not necessarily understanding of like the quality level. So they may, they, they may not see like, Oh, this freelancer costs twice as much, but they're three times as good. Mm. They may not see that. They may just be like, this one costs twice as much and the other one's half as much. Speaking of which, I remember when we were at the State of Play talks, we were there and then that presenter used that reference that that guy said about artists and you were, you were, you always gave me weird glances whenever I brought it up and then you saw the slide and you were just like, oh yeah, Will was right. What about artists? The one where the, the professional artist was saying, to succeed in art, you need to be three things. You need to be on time. You need to be, like, super talented, and you need to be a nice person. Right. But the thing is, you only really need two of those things. Right. If you're on time and you're super talented, you can be an asshole. If you're on time and you're the nicest person ever, you don't have to be super talented. And if you're super talented and the nicest person ever, you can take a couple extra days to get stuff in. (laughs) Uh, I would agree, except for the on time and super nice... If you're on time and super nice and you're crap. <laughs> well, not crap, like, but that's not the most talented person ever. Oh, sure. Okay. Okay. Like, decent enough. Yeah, like, you're talented, but you're not sure. super maximum awesome person. No, that's very true. Yeah. Um, and then there's also the, like, cheap, fast, good one, right? Yeah, Which cheap, cheap fast, and good. And you can only pick two out of three. But, like, if you're cheap, fast, and good, you, you really want to build up the, the fastness. Because, like, if you're cheap, fast, and good, you can just pump out work and just, like, live off cheapness. And be like, yeah, this guy's really cheap. And, no, like, he doesn't. Because good takes time. I mean, like, when you say cheap, fast, good, what, what is your definition of fast? A month? A week? Two weeks? Well, Four that's weeks? what I mean. Like, so if you got cheap, fast, and good. Right. And you can only have two. Yeah. And you're saying you, you think there's... Oh, no, no, not cheap and fast. Oh, no, I thought you were talking about a completely different thing. 
Cheap, fast, and good are, is a different thing. Like That's like the, the triangle, cheap, fast, and good. You can only pick two. No, no, no. Good, fast, and nice. Yeah, sure. Not and then the, the, like price doesn't have to have anything to do with it because like well, good fast you, and nice just means like what? So you say you get paid a lot if you're good fast and nice? I mean, I think price is a completely different thing. Or like we can make it a fourth thing, so you have to be cheap, fast, nice, and good. <laughs> okay, no, what? <laughs> and I then you only need three of those things. There are two separate things. Your three things yes. are correct. I agree with those. Okay, There's and another three things, and which is cheap, fast, which is just cheap, fast, and good. Good. Okay, and you can only pick two. Ah, all right, all right. So if you're cheap and fast. How how fast are you? Like two weeks? So if like, you're cheap and fast, it means you can't be good. No, but like, if you're fast and cheap, no, I I just literally said that but backwards. So how it's not good? But how fast are we talking about? Like how fast? Like, like what's fast? Actually, faster than everyone else will give you. Like you know what the market demands. What, so let's. Well, say, I mean, some people are on. There's some people are on on the docket for three months. All right, some so are on for two weeks. Some are on for this. There's like sites where you can pay someone a fiver to get a logo done. Okay. Okay. So let's say that. So that's cheap. And they'll get it to you like in a day or two. And that's, that's fast. how it ends. But guess what misses? 